Trapcast Express. Tratcast Express, it's Tuesday, November 27th, 2018. Francis has had enough of the perversion in Novus Ordo seminaries. Meeting with Italian seminarians on November 24th, Francis pulled no punches and courageously denounced the perversion of clericalism. Having set aside his prepared remarks, the Argentinian apostate addressed the seminarians off the cuff and told them, quote, Clericalism, my dear ones, is our ugliest perversion. The Lord wants you to be shepherds, shepherds of the people, not clerics of the state, unquote, according to a report published yesterday by Crux. Now, as we all know, the United States and other nations, such as Chile, Argentina, and Germany, have recently been swept by accusations of or investigations into alleged cover-up of clericalism. But we all know, too, of course, that that is not the only big problem in the Vatican II Church in our day. There is another, no less dangerous and no less foul evil that this institution is afflicted with. And Francis is not afraid to address the matter head on. You know what I'm talking about. Gossip. Quote, Gossip is the plague of the priesthood. If you have something against someone, say it to their face. Say it man to man, but don't talk behind their back. That is not manly. Unquote. And again, this too from the same report published yesterday by Crux. And so there we have it. The two greatest evils among seminarians, clericalism and gossip. That's kind of like visiting North Korea and then announcing that the biggest problem there is the dirt that gathers inside their hotel's elevator shafts. By the way, Francis conveniently never defines what he actually means by clericalism. But just his choice of terminology here speaks volumes. In the past, the label clericalism was always used by the fiercest enemies of the church. In his 1886 book, Liberalism is a Sin which has the explicit endorsement of the Sacred Congregation of the Index under Pope Leo XIII, Father Felix Sarda Isalvani notes that the Church's adversaries, quote, regard as their sole and most potent enemy what they contemptuously term clericalism and ultramontanism, unquote. Well, how about that? This quote and many more with an in-depth historical investigation into the accusation of clericalism against the Catholic Church you can find on our blog, where we recently posted an article entitled Bergoglio and Anti-Clericalism. You can find it at novusordowatch.org slash wire. Look for the post dated November 21st. In other news... The website Where Peter Is, which is a veritable shrine for Bergoglio worship, published a post today in which author Brian Killian argues that people shouldn't complain that Francis causes confusion and unclarity because that's how things have always been in the church, and it's not the church's job to, you know, give you clear truth and perfectly understandable propositions. And so he says, quote, our convictions and our certainty come from communion with Christ and with each other, not from a set of doctrines that are guaranteed to provide perfect understanding. And our conviction and certainty is not in the form of clear and distinct ideas. Unquote. Boy, has this man been drinking deeply 
from the poisonous fountain of the new theology. The whole reason why God established a church and commissioned his apostles and their successors to teach all nations is so that they would know what to believe and how to act. Clarity and precision is the hallmark of sound Catholic theology. In his letter to the Ephesians, St. Paul wrote that God, quote, gave some apostles and some prophets and others some evangelists and others some pastors and doctors that henceforth we be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the wickedness of men, by cunning craftiness, by which they lie in wait to deceive, unquote. And that's Ephesians 4, verses 11 and 14. In 1907, Pope St. Pius X condemned the modernist contention that dogmas are not truths fallen from heaven. See Denzinger 2022. And in 1794, Pope Pius VI had written in the Apostolic Constitution Auctorum Fide that the principal glory of a council, quote, consists above all in teaching the truth with clarity and excluding all danger of error, unquote. It really shouldn't be difficult to see that if we are to know and understand divine revelation as much as is humanly possible, then this is not facilitated by confusion and ambiguity, especially not the deliberate kind, which is the hallmark of heretics. Rather, we ought to have concepts that are clear and precise. So when Francis says, time is greater than space, what does that tell you? Yeah, I didn't think so. Actually says a lot about him, but that's another matter. You know, it's sad that intelligent people like this Brian Killian are reduced to arguing such hogwash, which they're basically forced to do because they insist that Francis is the Pope and that the Vatican II sect is the Catholic Church. And so somehow they, they just must find a way to explain it all. And of course, all they're doing in the end is rationalizing. It's rationalizing ad nauseum. And that's tragic because they're not only fooling themselves, but also many of their readers. Now, speaking of fooling one's readers, did you see what was posted at the Remnant yesterday under the title, From Law to McCarrick to Supich? It's apostasy, stupid. Yes, the Remnant is always very good at identifying apostasy. They just never see any apostates, at least not when it comes to the guy that's ultimately in charge of it all. You know, the one in the white cassock. But that's not even my main point now. What I want to focus on instead is uh, what is said in this post regarding the Novus Ordo Church. The article is a reprint uh, from April 2003, so it's over 15 years old, but uh, that's not even relevant. Notice what the author, uh, his name is given as Patricius Anthony, notice what the author says here, quote, the extreme gravity of the current situation, therefore, dictates that for Catholics who seek the salvation of their immortal souls, the whole purpose of life, there can be no compromise, involvement, or debate with the counterfeit church, as one sage traditional priest has labeled the Novus Ordo. The entire apparatus, with its sacraments and the new mass, is rotten to the core. And while it may still masquerade as Catholic, it has deliberately disobeyed nearly all that its divine founder commanded it to do. Unquote. 
Now, that is exactly right. There's just one problem. The remnant and their followers believe that what has just been so aptly described as a counterfeit church, they believe that that is the true Roman Catholic Church founded by the Lord Jesus Christ, who promised that the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But if that description is accurate, then the Vatican II sect cannot be the Catholic Church, for the Catholic Church cannot give false or rotten sacraments, nor can she masquerade as Catholic or put the eternal salvation of the immortal souls under her care in danger. And yet, whenever people draw this necessary conclusion, editor-in-chief Michael Matt and the rest of the remnant crowd start to say, no, 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 you cannot abandon the church now. You don't get to just walk away. You need to stay and fight. Remember what Matt said in his remnant video on papolatry that he published on March 9th, 2017? Here, I've got the sound clip ready for you. Take a listen. St. Athanasius, obviously, he didn't give up on the church when it was in control of the Arians. And neither are we going to give up on the church now when it's in the control of the modernists. We don't get to give up just because it's really, really bad right now. And that was Michael Matt uh, on March 9th, 2017. The clip began at the 19 minute, seven second mark. And yet, in the post published yesterday, the remnant is once again back to saying, let me quote again, uh, quote, there can be no compromise involvement or debate with the counterfeit church, unquote. So which is it, Mr. Matt? Are you supposed to stick around and fight because it's the true church, or is it a false church and there cannot be any involvement with it? And now don't say, oh, it's just the human element of the church. Yeah, human element, my eye. We're talking about the official doctrine, the official sacraments, and everything else that pertains to the glory of God and the salvation of souls. That, Mr. Matt, is the divine element. If that were the human element, well, there would be nothing left to constitute the divine. And so we know that it is a false church. It brings damnation, not salvation. And so we said Vakanas have simply put two and two together and we've run away from this infernal pseudo-church kicking and screaming because it absolutely cannot be the church founded by Jesus Christ our Lord. And if we want to summarize in one simple sentence that the remnant can understand why the Novus Ordo Church cannot be the Catholic Church, it's this. It's the apostasy, stupid. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org, and if you like what we're doing, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution at novosordowatch.org slash donate.